So last night in Houston, Texas, Michigan finished off Washington, completing a 15-0 regular, uh, 15-0 season, undefeated, national champions, first time since 97 that the Maize and Blue are your national champions. It was a dominating performance, 303 yards on the ground for Michigan, only 301 total yards given up to Washington. Michael Penix Jr., uh, the moment got a little big for him last night. I think it did. He threw some uncharacteristically bad balls. He threw a couple big picks. Michigan dominated on the ground. They dominated the, the line of scrimmage. 10-0, undefeated season, and they are deserved of being called national champions. They were the best team all year. They were the best team last night. Now, as far as the Florida State and everything with that controversy goes, I still think Florida State deserved a shot. I Do I think they would have won? I think they would have got blown out. But I think they earned the shot. And they deserved the shot because they were undefeated Power 5 Conference. And I will continue to say that and that nothing is going to change my mind. I think Georgia also got screwed. If you want to put the best four teams in, Georgia, defending national champion, two-time defending national champion, they they were probably a better team than than Alabama. But I have no issue there because Alabama beat them in the SEC championship game. And it is what it is. Now, back to the game last night, Michigan broke off chunk runs early. They had two run, their, their one two punch from running back of Quorum and Edwards had both had 100 yards. It's the first time in national game championship game history that a team has had 200 yard rushers. They dominated the game on the ground. They got out to an early lead, two 80 yard, 80 plus yard drives right off the bat. First two drives for Michigan and then a field goal. It was 17 3 before you blinked an eye. And you thought the game might get out of hand. Now, the only time during last night that I thought Washington, that I kind of felt that Washington had a chance to come back and win this thing was at the end of the first half, beginning of the second half. They scored at the end of the first half to make it 20 to 13. They got within a touchdown. They got the ball. They were getting the ball out of halftime. So you thought, okay, good. Now maybe they could get a drive going, tie this thing up, and we get we start anew at 20-20. First play from scrimmage out of, out of halftime in the second half. Penix Jr. threw a pick, and from that moment on, I never got the feeling, even though Washington cut it to a touchdown deficit, I never got the feeling that Washington was going to win this game or that they could come back. Michigan beat up the Washington quarterback all night. Every time he dropped back, he got hit. Every time. He was he left the field bruised and battered, holding his ribs. I think the moment might have got a little too big for Penix Jr. as well. I, he was... He missed some wide open receivers in that first half. He had a couple play. He he missed a couple touchdowns. So the game could have changed. It could have been different. JJ McCarthy for Michigan. I told you he wasn't a great quarterback. He didn't he didn't need to be a great quarterback last night. When you run for three hundred and three yards, you don't need your quarterback to be great. You just need him to not turn the ball over. Don't throw it to the other team, and you're probably going to win. Now there were some weird stats with the third down conversions. Michigan one for ten. On third down, when was the last time you saw a team go 10% on third down, one for 10, and win by three touchdowns? You don't, because it doesn't happen. Now, Washington was no better. They were two for 14. I think uh, as far as going forward with the with the NFL, with the two quarterbacks, I would take Penix Jr. in a heartbeat. I think he could develop into to a very good quarterback. He's got a good arm. J.J. McCarthy, more of a game manager. They're both going to go into the NFL. I think J.J. McCarthy is probably more of a, a backup. 
But Penix Jr., he's got talent and he's got potential, and I could see a future for him as a starter in the NFL. Now, to those of you who are going to sit here and tell me that Michigan are a bunch of cheaters and they don't deserve it because they cheated and they this and that. Listen, the two violations that they are that they were accused of, one is a recruiting violation. And if you think whatever school you root for isn't committing recruiting violations, well, then you're crazy. They're all committing recruiting violations, especially now that they pay the players. So that one I don't doesn't matter at all to me. The one with taping the sideline of their opponents, decoding the signs. That's another thing. I bet more of them are doing it than than we even think. And I think a lot of them are doing it. But if you can decode those signs, now should you be taping the the other team? No. But, But did either of those violations affect this team? No. No. Michigan won the national championship because they were bigger, faster, stronger, and better than all 15 teams they played. That's it. That's why they won. They had a great defense. They had a big-time running game with two running backs. Both could dominate, take over a game, and they won. Ever since the, the one drive at late in the, in the Ohio State game, Michigan never looked back. They, they stuck it in the end zone. They never looked back. They beat Ohio State. Then they shut out Iowa. Then they beat Alabama. And then last night they dominated Washington. And they are your national champions and well-deserved. There is no asterisk. Not for me, at least. Not for me. So that puts uh, a bookend on the college football season. Next year, it's a whole new system. Whole new system. 12 teams make it in. Two super conferences, SEC and the Big Ten. We'll see how that goes. It might be a while before you see another undefeated team win a national championship because these two conferences, they're just going to be beating each other up inside those conferences. And it's probably going to be no undefeated teams. So we'll see how that goes. We probably won't have the Florida State argument as much. But listen, we're still going to have arguments because whoever the 13th team is, someone's going to think they deserve to get in and they're going to argue it. Someone's going to argue right back that they didn't deserve to get in. Just like with the with the basketball, we argue the 65th and 66th and 67th team should be getting in. So the arguments will never end until you let everybody in. But that's another that's a discussion for another day. Jim Harbaugh, national championship coach. I don't think he goes to the NFL. Why would you go to the NFL? He's he's a god there now. He's a national championship coach. He runs everything. He has say over everything in that program. He's not going to get that in the NFL. And he's already done the NFL thing. Let his brother do the NFL thing. So now the only question left is, will we have a, a Harbaugh Super Bowl winning head coach and a Harbaugh National Championship winning head coach in the same season from the same family? We'll see. Only time will tell. So that does it for college football 2023-2024. The Michigan Wolverines, your national champions. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. 
Thanks for listening.